The Upper Deckers are back. I'm Drew, here with Matt and Derek, and we're going to start off with finding out, uh, taking a step into the news. Uh, Derek, you want to get us started off with that? No. So, uh, the <laughs> NCAA tournament started, I guess, if you want to call the first round these play-in games. Yeah, they're going back to calling it play-in games Good. next year, I think, and not first round. Yeah. How happy is Hampton right now? They've won an NCAA they, tournament they have, game. They've won an NCAA tournament Not many game. teams in their conference can say that. Alright, hypothetically, if you have the option of winning that play-in game, a play-in game, your team gets to... The, who, let's just say you're cheer for a team that has never won a tournament game before. Okay, TCU. TCU there. Nice. Um, just been a while. Okay. Uh, so so say that you say that you have the option between playing a play-in game, winning that, and then getting destroyed, or just taking a shot at winning that that round of sixty-four game. Which one would you take? I do not want to be in a play-in game. It's like an insult. Ever. Yeah. You never want to be in the play-in game. Even if you win it, people don't consider that a victory. Really? I consider it a victory. It's called a play-in game for a reason. You gotta play in the tournament. Not quite in it yet. Well, speaking of tournaments, um, these guys don't really want to talk about it, but I do. Um, there's been some rumblings about changing the NBA playoff structure in, in future years. Not likely to happen in the short term, but with the disparity between uh, the top oh, 08, nine, ten teams in the West versus the top eight in the East. Um, basically, a lot of people say that, you know, it's not really all that fair for, say, a New Orleans or a Phoenix to be left out of the playoffs while, like, the Miami Heat or, you know, some bottom-of-the-barrel Eastern Conference team um, is in the tournament. So the thought is that if there's a way to balance out the schedules, maybe you get rid of conferences, whatever, uh, but you basically just take the top 16 records and kind of start matching them up from there. So you would have, you'd probably have, you know, nine or ten Western Conference teams well, in a year like this year. That's what the NHL did a couple of years ago. It doesn't did work. It? They broke, well, because you had the same playoff teams every year, so they broke it up. And they so just now switched up the conferences. So yeah. So well. Like Detroit's now in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. but now you have two divisions per conference, and that's it. And there's like a wild card structure. There's two wild cards. There's two wild card teams, but 
Top three from each division. Top three gain a playoff spot, and then the other two can come from whichever division. Huh. I don't think you can ever do what you were just saying, though, Drew, as long as you keep a conference structure, not balanced scheduling. Yeah, I mean, I guess that my thought has always been that, like, if you have a losing record, you shouldn't make the playoffs. So if, say, the seventh um, place team in the East only wins, like, 39 games or something like that, and there's a team from the West who, like, the ninth seed won, like... Wins 54 games and doesn't make the playoffs. Right, and doesn't make the playoffs. They should be able to, like, take their spot. I think they should just change it up and put... And just change the conferences a little bit. They talked about that ten years ago, when the Western Conference was just so above and beyond everything else that the Eastern Conference was doing. Well, wasn't Cuban who proposed moving the like the Mavs and Houston and San Antonio and over the to the East? I mean, it would balance then, out their schedule a little bit. They do play a lot of nine o'clock games. Yeah, oh, I hate when that happens. And then bringing back, I don't know, Indiana, Cleveland, Milwaukee, kind of those teams that are. Basically the same, I don't know, what is that, latitude, longitude? Latitude, longitude. Latitude, fatitude, longitude, it's longitude. All right, same, lo- basically. Longitude, latitude? Okay, at least in the same time zone I don't as know. the Texas team. I'm not a geologist. But they're just further north. Nice. I know where the Mendoza line is. No, you just know because of baseball. Yep, 291. I know it because of uh, 291. Mighty Ducks. Oh, wait. 191. 191. 291, that'd be nobody in the Man, majors. Nobody. <laughs> what, Mighty Ducks? The Mendoza line? No. Just because he couldn't stop? His name was Mendoza. There was no Mendoza first name, line. First name? Luis, dude. Nice. I ain't um, stupid. I ain't stupid. <laughs> I know my ducks. Before we get to the movie reviews, um, basically the reason that we took this hiatus um, was to watch a bunch of movies and deliver uh, reviews to you. Before we get yep, to that. That's why. Yeah, that's why we took it. <laughs> no, it is. That's why. Yeah, sure. Also, it wasn't because we got bored. Look, we went into the lab and you know we worked on a couple things. Uh, watched a handful of of good flicks, some bad ones. You and bought a, you bought a house. We're gonna. Del- yeah, you bought a zoo, right? I did. With Matt, Matt Damon. Damon and I bought a zoo. <laughs> yeah, but Scarlett Johansson didn't show up. Oh, you took her place. Unfortunately, <laughs> didn't know that was gonna happen. That's all right. Yeah. Matt Damon's a cool, dude. Yeah. Hosier's in it though. Wrote a new song. Oh, shit. Yeah. That, is, that is right, though. We are... Take uh, me to zoo. Take me to zoo. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the rhino and the Take me to zoo. <laughs> we are podcasting from my new house, even though there's nothing here. I don't live here and yet. And <laughs> I don't live here, but it's mine. And the, it's and mine. the furniture, uh, furniture hasn't been moved in yet. But There's 48 doors. There are quite a few doors in this house, but doors... The lights work. Doors lead to places. Yeah, I pay my bills, so that's good. Uh, Do you guys have any... uh, Back to what we were talking about earlier. Sorry, I took a little side note there on playoff structure, but do you guys have any tips for uh, NCAA tournament? Well, I I think at one point I... A long time ago when I had a blog as part of journalism class, I did one one time on the statistics based on seeding and some of the things you could try to look for if you're trying to... Oh, man, I did one of those. Yeah, if you, if you really want to follow, like, these are the things to go... Well, the reason I did it is because I think back, you know, when I was in high school, that was always available. So, so ESPN or Sports Illustrator was always putting it together, and then when I looked for it that year, I couldn't find it, so I like went back and found it all, 
and put it together. But a couple of things that I remember off the top is, uh, and see that the years, this is back in 2011 when I did it, but I think I actually went and researched again. But you always want to pick, if you're trying to you know, be that guy, if you want to win your pool, you just pretty much pick the top seeds. But if you want to try to get the perfect bracket, there's generally going to be a 13 that beats a 4. Valparaiso, Maryland. At least one. 12 fives, everybody knows that. Yeah. I, I feel like it was something like 20 of the last 21 years. At, at least, at least, at least one, 12 one has beat a five. Another stat that it's it's a you know 10 of the last 12 years, something like that, at least one two seed has not made it to the Sweet 16. So that means at least two seed goes out early. You at least want to pick one two seed to lose on the first weekend. Virginia struggled into the tournament. I actually think there's a lot of two seeds in this tournament that are ripe for the picking because, like you said, Virginia Kansas hasn't played well. Kansas hasn't played well, and they have a pretty underseeded Wichita State team that likely have to play in the second right. round. And Perry Ellis is not yep. not the clothing guy, the basketball player. I have Virginia in the finals. I need to change that. Yep. Gonzaga also is a two seed, and you never know. They win the whole thing, Jesuit. <laughs> you never know how it's going to go for a. We need this. A small conference. And who's the final two seed? Um, Arizona. Arizona. And I think Arizona's probably the one two seed I wouldn't pick. Arizona's upset. Probably, Arizona is, and now is that in my I, opinion, the best two seed. And now that I say that, they'll get beat. Of course. I think they were. The, the committee agrees with you that they are the highest seeded two seed. Yeah, they got put with Duke, who was the lowest They're, seeded uh, one seed. Wisconsin. They're with Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. Was Wisconsin the lowest seeded mm-hmm. one seed? I believe so. See, I don't think Duke should have been the number one seed. Would you have given it to Virginia? I wouldn't have given it to either one of them. I would have gone Wisconsin. I would have gone Kentucky, Arizona, Wisconsin. Oh, you would have gone to Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Because mm. Villanova is the other one seed, right? Villanova, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other, another uh, big one is at least one of the Elite Eight teams will have a, a seed of six or higher. Correct. So you got to always try to pay attention for that. And uh, who are the big risks this year? I don't know if there's any big risks. Oh, I heard, I, I heard, took, like, I just go Wichita absolutely State. on the run. Now, the thing I haven't, but there are seven, aren't they? Yes, it's a six or higher. I know. But... And then they, uh, I believe the other thing I, I remember was um, the average amount of upsets in the first round is eight, correct? And at least two double digit seeds will make it to the Sweet 16. And Drew just heard a big noise, and he's freaking out. A door just closed, and there's I swear there's no one else in this house. Is that a ghost? Yes. You bought a haunted house. <laughs> it's so tight. You bought a haunted house. Nah, we're going to go ghost hunting here. Uh, okay, Discovery Channel, here we come. Uh, Georgia State, that's the one we were talking about earlier. That's who I think is going to... Uh, beat a three seed? Beat a three, and possibly make it to the Sweet 16. Now, I do remember, and this is one that's changed, um, what I, I re-researched. What word I just made up? Riri. So back in 2011, I think <laughs> for the last 10 years. Say that they, again. Say re say re re research. Re re. When I re researched. But since they started announcing who the number one overall seed was, yeah. only once from uh, since 2011, I think it was like 2001 to 2011, only once the number one overall seed win. But now in the last three years, twice. As the overall number one seed. One. Well, was so Wichita, it's kind of shaking that. that was up. Wichita State? Where what were they last year? I know they were a one seed, but they lost in the second round to Kentucky. Correct, but I don't think they were the number one overall. 
And definitely the number one overall didn't win last year because it was seven seed in UConn. Yeah, yeah UConn. But, but I believe the years before that, Kentucky was the number one overall in seed. In 2012, yeah, absolutely. And then um, I forget who the other one was. But Drew's freaking out now. <laughs> but yeah, just a couple of quick stats and kind of our opinions. I You said uh, Valpo over Maryland, and I like that one. Yeah. The other one I would consider is Eastern Washington over uh, Georgetown. See, I haven't watched Georgetown play a little bit. That freaks me out. I don't know. The Big East is just not the Big East, the big anymore. East anymore. They're the Big East. They All the their teams left for either the Big Ten or the ACC. So. What or about the, Or the AAC. True. What about I heard somebody I forget where it was and I think we talked about this the other day saying over like over like the last ten years that if you total up the seeds for your final four they need to be sixteen or seventeen total. I haven't heard that one, and I don't. I feel like that's probably not something that goes back much past the last two or three years. If you go back, you know, five to ten years from today, it mainly was one through threes getting in, but recently, yeah, there's been a lot of sevens and eights even making it this far that's why i think i would like to actually look it up the amount of number one seeds that are losing in the second round so i feel like the last three years at least number one number one has lost in the second round so starting to kind of get on that how at you know one two seeds not making it to the sweet 16 it it might start being one one seed isn't making it to the sweet 16 huh. well last year obviously wichita last year it happened with wichita state and um, oh, that screwed me last year. I remember that. Wasn't Virginia number one seed last year? That shocked mm-hmm. me. They were, and, which, and Virginia lost. Correct. They lost. And I believe the year before. Shockers? God, nice. Me. I believe the year before at least one number one seed lost, but don't quote me on that. I don't remember. Kansas seems to just be a two game and done type of deal. Yeah, they do. And then they'll make their one run every. Every seven years? Yeah. All right, so every time, one, every time they get a new coach, one last thing for in the news, and this could be construed as not news, but movies. All right, what's the best movie you've seen since November sixth? Last time we did to November now, November sixth. I saw Birdman. That on your no, on November sixth, I think you did. That's impressive. I think that's, that's the reason. It doesn't we... count. So do it again. Oh, okay. Try again. <laughs> Magic Eight uh, Ball says. Does Dumb and Dumber Two count? Yeah, cats. No, can't count. Absolutely. <laughs> if you liked count. it. I liked it. Chad man. liked it. It was Chad, that guy. I can't stand <laughs> that guy. Uh, best movie I saw since November 6th. John Wick. John Wick was great. <laughs> uh, that love John Wick. It was so violent. But the dog died. Hey, spoiler alert. Everybody knows that. Part of the... It's in the trailer, bro. Yeah. Have you not seen John Wick? I haven't even seen the trailer. He's good alive. You need to go see John Wick. It's got coming out on Blu-ray soon. Is it? Yeah. Does Ninja Turtles count? No. It's in August. In the summer. In the summer. Birdman. I liked Birdman a lot. I'm trying to think what I like. I I have to go with Whiplash. I liked Whiplash a lot. Whiplash is definitely my favorite. Something I'm missing. It must not have been that great. What what were the Wedding Ringer? No, <laughs> not at all. What were some of the best picture nominees? Boyhood. Yeah, but that's a, I saw that before November six. Theory of Everything. Yeah, but that was Selma. I, no. <laughs> Whoa! God, closet racist. Propaganda. Uh, propaganda. 
Uh, what was the, uh, yeah, Theory of Everything was good. Meh. Foxcatcher? That was a weird, weird experience. Movie. Weird, weird movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you experience. I think it was the experience that we're all in. Weird. Uh, Horrible Bosses? Dose? Horrible Bosses? Dose. <laughs> it's definitely the most fun movie I saw. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Whiplash. All right. I thought it was. I love Whiplash. Or Grand Budapest. Oh, no, Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest? You didn't see that earlier? I didn't. I, I, you I realize that came out like this time last year? I know. I know. And I was going to go see it with Ryan because he and I are movie buddies. But then he got that girlfriend thing. Ryan Giggs? Ryan, I wish. <laughs> Did you guys go to Big Drink? or I went and saw it by myself at Big Drink. Very cool. Because you guys, were at, drink you guys you were at a Mavs game. What kind of drink did you get? I got... Raspberry lemonade, okay. strawberry lemonade, okay. lemonade, lime lemonade. So lime so lemonade's a sprite. You're gonna get a big drink no. later. It's lime lemonade. Big drink later? Limeade? No, lime lemonade. Limeade. Lemonade? Lime lemonade. Limeade. Limeade. Big drink later? Yeah. Wait, what's this? October? Uh, Alright, well, coming up next. Well, first of all, I guess that was in the news. Coming up next. Yeah, it was. It's all in the news. Coming up next, uh, a couple of big stories have gone down uh, in the Cowboys offseason. Um, actually, I think we'll need to give our uh, our verdict on catch or no catch for Dez because that happened wow. since the last that time. <laughs> I don't want to uh, talk about that. No, but a couple, couple big. Why we Couple big offseason happenings for the Cowboys. Um, that's next on the Upper Deckers podcast. Back to the Upper Deckers podcast, recording for the first time in what four months? Not terrible. It could have been five months. We went on a hiatus. We went in the lab. We're coming back strong, stronger than. So we came back right in time for Dallas Cowboys off season to get into full gear, especially today with the uh, the big signing they made. Um, but free agency has been going now for about a week and a half. A lot of the big names are off the board. And the Cowboys have probably been a part of two of the the bigger ones in uh, DeMarco Murray and Greg Hardy. Yeah. The leading rusher is back, right? We're bringing him back. You, you have to bring back the leading rusher. Leading no, leading you know, rusher. not when he wants uh, that much money. Nope. Five you don't do that. years, $42 million. And he is now an eagle. Yeah. Eagle. You hear about what happened to him at the uh, UFC fight the other day? No. I got booed. Nah, well, he got booed, and then also just everyone, because it's here in Dallas, oh. double AC, everyone just started chanting, Eagle suck. 
Oh, nice. Perfect. They showed him on the Jumbotron. You see what else he did? Terrible decision. You see what else happened? Uh, he bought a billboard near downtown Dallas. It's a silhouette of him going back into the tunnel. Thank you, God. That's that the one that burned down? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. No, that was Not his, a coincidence. That was his jersey. Hey, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He didn't do anything like Josh Hamilton or Ian Kinsler. He didn't say that the Cowboys were going to go 0 16 next year. Yeah, or didn't say that we weren't a football town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything, do anything stupid. So, I, do you guys I, think, think? I think he did. He did great for us, and I don't mind seeing him go. The only thing that pissed me off was that he went to the Eagles. Like, there's no loyalty in football anymore. I agree, but if that, well, I take it back. What I was going to say, I was going to say that's where the money was, but apparently there were bigger offers from. Jacksonville and, and Oakland. You think Vincent Papali would have come and played for the Giants? Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. Nice. <laughs> I had no idea. People back then hated hated their rivals. They did. Right? They didn't go Everyone's out. best friends now. I know, because there's money everywhere. It's just a job. That's stupid. It's just a job. It's stupid. Why can't people just hate each other on the Dude, Witten, on and off the field? Witten hates the Eagles. Witten does hate the Eagles. I think we need to put Witten out on defense next year and give him a shot at DeMarco. Linebacker? We could use one. We could use one. But, okay, so no, back... we got uh, Gak... Gak... Uh, Gak... Gatchkar? Gak- and Jasper Brinkley? Jasper Brinkley. Back to the on-the-field <laughs> side of this decision. Manti Teo. Um, you're hearing a lot about... You're hearing a lot about how the... Uh, this is a result of the running back position being devalued. Do you buy that, or do you think that it's more of a, you know, if you, if if he was Adrian Peterson and we had him, probably re-sign Adrian Peterson, but because of who DeMarco is and the kind of money that he was expecting. Uh, I think this is the Cowboys moving into being, operating uh, as an organization like the Ravens, like the Steelers, like the Patriots. You don't pay somebody like, for past performance. Like the Packers. I mean, look at, yeah, exactly. And that's how those teams that are consistently in the playoffs, maybe they're not winning the Super Bowl every year, but I mean, how many Super Bowls have those four teams I just named won in the last, since 2000? I mean, I want to say they've, they've probably won more than half. Well, Brady's got five. Yeah. Steelers, Steelers have a couple. Have two. Ravens, Ravens have, have a one. couple. Since two, 2000. Since 2000, they've got two. And the Packers have one. I mean, those are... The model organization. Seahawks have been to, to three. Exactly. And those are the kind of organizations you want to model yourself after. And those teams know that certain the players. Dolphins haven't been to any in a while. <laughs> those, those organizations know, though, what players you pay the money to and which players you let go and you just replace them with new young players. And while the Cowboys aren't quite at that point where they have a running back sitting there waiting to take over, and, you know, he's played his rookie year as a backup, uh, they're getting really close to that point, and yeah. they'll be bringing that in. You know, it's just like they let a lot of lo- the linebackers go. You know, Bruce Carter and Justin Durant, and I think Rolando McLean is going to follow, and, and he won't be back. Right. Um, See, I think they keep McLean. Well, I think, they're, I think not, he, I th- they're not really agreeing on, on the dollars of it it's right a, now. For, The reason I, I think that they're not is because they've already sa- signed Keith Rivers, Jasper Brinkley, and Andrew Gatchkar. And taking, yeah, t- taking three guys to go along with Sean Lee, uh, Kyle Wilbur, and Anthony Hitchens. And they say good things about Dakota Watson. Will Smith focused didn't do so well, so he's going <laughs> to play football. 
Um, I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to take another flyer on a fifth or sixth rounder. They've they've had a lot of success they with had, that recently. Had great success. Kyle Wil- Wilber, Wilber was a what, fourth Hitchens. or fifth. Uh, I think Wilbur was a fourth. Hitchens a fifth, and I know Holloman retired. But yeah, after but his was, rookie year, he was a six-round pick, and he was... He, he played solid minutes. He was solid to at least you go, man, I feel comfortable is he, if he has he, to start two games He could play on third down. And that's exactly. What, that's what they and need. so they've had a lot of success in the end of the draft, um, picking up linebackers. I think that's where they're planning on going. They're just not going to play Linebacker and running back by committee? Exactly. And, and, I, and even D-line. I know they went, and we can talk about this now, and signed Greg Hardy to a sizable contract. But the, the key to that contract is that it's one year. There's zero guarantees. <laughs> and there's no guaranteed money. Yeah. If he doesn't play games, they don't pay. He's him. basically being paid game to game. So he has like he has like the offseason workout level that he'll make no matter what, basically, as long as he yeah. shows up. Yeah, you make the minimum. If you His base is like is the same as McFadden's. Right. So like seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Just a Steven, Steven Jones is making great contracts. Yeah, yeah, him and Will McClay. But I think other Clay, I don't know what his deal is, but every every contract he's put his hands on has worked out. Yeah, and he's all, and that's why you know I believe that they want to let McLean go because you look at the signings they made last year, like Mincy or even a few years ago. I know Bernardo's not a starter, but he's a really solid backup. Yeah, yeah. McClay's an excellent pro scout, and he finds these guys and gets them on cheap contracts like Gatchkar and Brinkley, and he brings them in. And goes, okay, hey, we got these guys for two to three years, and they. Holes and they'll be fine. Well, the, and that's the thing about McFadden that I'm kind of thinking too is like he's been a Raider for all these years and he's still had some pretty good seasons, but he's been playing on the Raiders with yeah. awful players around him, awful organization. Put him somewhere where he's got good offensive line in front of him, solid organization, or at least moving in the right direction, and maybe he will be more motivated. And and well, to you know. to your point about the undervaluing or the devaluation of running backs. I don't know that it's that they're being devalued. I think it's just that the, there's such a pool of talent. Yeah, there is, yeah. And that people are going to over evaluate offensive line. Yeah. Because of and this all started in the late nineties with Denver. When Denver did they had the zone blocking scheme, they had, you know, they could plug in five different backs and they're all gonna run for a thousand yards. Right, and everybody thought, okay, well, now we just need to get a good offensive line. Yeah, right. well, I, yeah, and I think running back. There's just like, like you said, there's so much talent. You look at quarterback, and I, it's not, I'm not comparing the two, but generally, or how it definitely used to be, everyone had one quarterback and one running back. Yeah, and it's hard. There's not 32 quarterbacks that are capable. We all know that. Right. If, if there's 15, yeah, you know that's yeah. lucky. You're, yeah. But everyone needed that one running back, and there was more than 32. There's Absolutely. a lot more than 32. There's there's five or six every year coming in as rookies who could be big contributors. And well, I mean, you had uh, Thunder and Lightning, Tiki Barber, Ron Dane. Yeah. I mean, so they, there's no they're need both to, starting running backs. There's no need to pay these guys when we can go, okay, you'll be the starter for four years, and we'll find the next guy. And, well, and, he'll and, be a, and the running backs tend to wear down faster. Exactly. True. So, so it's, it's all a kind faster of, game. It's all, kind of, it's all kind of coming back into this you know circular logic where there are a lot of uh capable running backs their careers are short so you try to lengthen their careers by having more than one and reducing their carries which then brings their salaries down 
which then reduces their careers. Well, and it's it's and resource allocation. When you got a finite yeah. amount of money that yeah, you're allowed to spend, million dollars. Yeah, you got to look to try to find where I can save my money. I can't save my money at quarterback. You can't save it at receiver. There's not enough talent. I can't really save it on offensive line. I've got to have two or three really good ones. I can't save it at DN, but I can save it at running back. I can save it at linebacker. When did that happen, though? Because in the late 90s, early 2000s, even the mid-2000s, linebacker was the area, right? I think the, it's The it's Ray Lewis's, the Terrell Suggs, uh, even the Patrick Willis when he first came in. It's injuries. Injuries, and it's a passing league. If you look at the, that's the run-pass uh, breakdown. So... I mean, so, the nickel, games, so the nickelback has now become more important than a middle linebacker. For sure. You only need two linebackers. That's how a lot of people see it. I mean. So so we'd rather you'd rather spend more money getting four decent cover guys, or two decent cover guys, two really good cover guys, yeah. and then just two decent linebackers. Well, well, the issue is that injuries, this is where injuries plays into it, is that it got to the point where offensive game plans – Started to uh, take advantage of of the your prototypical linebacker as they were a decade ago. Say. Yeah, short, beefy, right, and and, and not very Zach good Thomas. in coverage. Not very good in coverage usually. Yeah. So because they can't lift their arms with their shoulders. Right, and they started to take advantage short. of that. Yeah. So they, they were the size of running backs. Do you think? Were. Do you think right. tight ends change that? True. Yeah. So what? But I think just I think just offensive schemes change okay. that, and so. And so what that leads to is, okay, now how does how do we react up in the defensive yeah. side of the ball? Well, we got to get smaller, faster linebackers, bigger, stronger. So I mean, you want ones that are sizes of tight ends and that are that speed. Right. You want guys who are Jimmy Graham playing linebacker. And the problem so is, you want like and a the problem is, is that, cover. And, exactly. and the problem is, is that that guy sticks his nose in to try to stop the run, and he's going to get rolled up on. You're going to get hurt. That's well, I mean, look, Chris Borland retired after one season as a linebacker yeah. like, in the Niners. I mean, it's just, it's not a position where a guy's going to play 16 games. You just can't devote that much money to him. So you say, we'll get six guys. We just feel like rotate them out. they're all pretty good, and we'll rotate them. Same thing you did with D-line after 2005 when that whole thing Exactly. Changed. Yeah, there's thick. Once Warren Sapp was gone, you just kind of, everybody thought, all right, let's just keep them fresh. The Giants did that. They played... That Super Bowl year in 2007 with just defensive ends. Yeah. Back to your point about asset allocation, I think that's kind of where being able to draft well comes into play. So there are certain positions where you know you just are constantly drafting a new a new person every four years and letting you those your- guys who develop into something and hope you, you need to get you need to get production out of guys in their first four years. And then there are certain positions where you can where you resign those guys. Yeah, and you have your Des Bryant, your you Tony Romo, right? Okay, your Zach Martin, your Tyron Smith, your Travis Frederick. But then otherwise, we're not going to keep our left guard and our right tackle unless they're going to come back on cheap deals. You know, like, gonna, like Doug Free did. Exactly, we're going to rotate that spot, and that's why when they dra- when they signed Doug Free to a three year deal, I was like, okay, they're probably not going to draft tackle this year. But you watch next year they'll draft one. Yeah. He'll sit behind Free for one or two years, and then he's the starting tackle. Unless they get somebody high. I don't think they're going to waste a high pick on it. I think it'll be like a fourth-round pick. Okay, so what do we do? develop a little bit. What Just do like we do? Doug Free was a fourth-round pick. Yeah. What do we do at running back, though? I mean, yes, we signed McFadden, but McFadden's not going to be your starter. He'll use a second. 
If Todd so, Gurley's there in the first, you take him. Otherwise, you use your second-round pick. This so, is a really deep running back draft. So you get two or three guys to replace one guy, right? Yeah, well, but I, I think what round did we draft Marco in? The fourth round. Third. Third round. Third round, okay. I think the other thing is they totally ran DeMarco into the ground last year knowing they weren't bringing it back. Right. I think if DeMarco was under contract for this coming year, they wouldn't have given him that many carries last year. Randall would have gotten a lot more. Is Rand- Can Randall carry a load? Like, could Randall legitimately Randall's be our... Randall's got to make the team. From, I think, I think, from the dressing room out the door of a store? That dude pooped his pants. I think what they're doing... I think their plan is... So they have, the four, they have the four running backs, and they'll draft one. Five? You counting Ryan Williams? Yeah. All right, just making sure. They got four, and they'll draft one. So and then three the rookie, the, team. the rookie's making the team. And then it's... Ryan Williams versus Joseph Randall, one of those guys makes the team, and then Lance Dunbar versus Jeremy McFadden, one of those guys makes the team. So you're gonna I, have three see guys. I, see, I think, I think, I think Dunbar is on the team. McFadden does a lot of what he does, though. But does and McFadden do knows how to block special teams too? He can. Dunbar's not a huge special teams player. He's a gunner. Okay. And they lost Dwayne Harris. They're gonna replace those guys with rookies. Now, but, that's another thing too. How big of a loss is that? No, he's not a great return man. You, he's more going to be a loss as a as a gunner. But the guy's name you can't say. Gardiger. He's like one of the best special team players in the league. Gattaca. Gattaca. Here, here's the thing. He, he led. He had more special teams tackles than than Dwayne Harris. He's like third in the league in special teams tackles. But, uh, okay, so so back to asset allocation. You can't spend that kind of money on a special. Oh no, player. he got offered. You have to be able to evaluate people and sign bottom of the barrel free agents and draft in late rounds guys that can be special. Teams and players. the beauty is when you let your own guys go and they're going off and getting big contracts, you get these wonderful things called compensation picks back, compensatory picks. And uh, we're now going to have just small picks at the end of like the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round because we let all those guys go. And that brings it back to great three, three right? We get you, three? Get, you get up to four. I think we, but I think we have three. I think right now we have three because as long as we don't sign anyone else. Gray Hardy knocked this down from four to three. Correct. But the beauty is, Greg Hardy probably doesn't play here past just this next season. It's a one-year deal. I don't see him coming back. But he's a guaranteed compensatory third-round pick. If yeah. he leaves. Because he's going to sign a huge contract. Yeah. So there. We just signed a pro bowler for this year, and he's going to give us a third rounder in the next and he's year. he's going to end up, if he plays, he's going to end up with 10 or 12 sacks. And yeah, maybe more. 50 tackles and eight forced fumbles and end up in the pro bowl. and yeah, be an all-pro and Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, maybe maybe. throw some people on guns. and Yeah, and then go beat up a bunch of women and go sign for the Packers. You're hearing it here first, folks. This team's going to win Super Bowl 50. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> okay, I, so. I seriously no, believe it. We need. I think we need. I think we need a second wide receiver. So uh, down the street, dude. Give me some time. Good lord. <laughs> Coming up next, um, we're getting to Derek's discoveries. I discovered some stuff. You guys don't know about is that. Is that what's in that pouch over there? Yeah, it's yours, but yeah, it's in there. That's next on the Epidecker's podcast. Back to the Epidecker's podcast. Now it's time for Derek's discoveries. Yay. Take me to zoo. <laughs> hey, you, right, just, so, you just did an awesome theme song. I was that's what I was entering was your theme song. I could sing. It's to the tune of Animaniacs, right? 
There's discovery. That's all we got. <laughs> so this is I a, discovered this is a, okay, this is a new you. segment, and it's basically about Derek's re-research. re-research. No, it's not about my re-research. <laughs> okay. Time and time again, we all discover some things. <laughs> Sometimes we re-rediscover. No, but there's things I, I discover that everyone's already known about, and sometimes I'll be like, hey, you guys you want to hear me talk about this? There's also things that I discover that I everyone needs to know about that only I know about right now, and everyone uh, needs to get in on this act. Like that mole on your back, or? There's not a mole on my back. It's on my butt, dude. Get it right. Should I go sit by Drew? <laughs> no. Yeah. All right, so one of the things that I've discovered <laughs> recently that has been around for longer than any of us here. Wonder Bread. Dinosaurs. No, and I've Three already, peeps. you guys actually. Peeps. I've told you about this. Ninja Turtles. But it's the movie Gandhi. Oh, man, here we go. Gonorrhea? Oh, my God, don't diss. Take me to Gonorrhea. <laughs> Gonorrhea's been around for a long time. Gandhi was Take me to India. an excellent movie. Yeah, I loved mean, it. It won like 75,000 Academy Awards. It did. It won Best Actor. Breaking News. Best Breaking Gandhi was a good movie. Breaking News. <laughs> Breaking News. Gandhi won something. Best Director. And didn't give it back. Dude, he fasted. That's what he did. Breaking but more News. Importantly, Gandhi was a good dude. Gandhi, not only being a great movie, I learned so much about Gandhi that I didn't even know. Do you guys know, about you know everything on film you can believe. Well, in this one, you can. It's called like, a biopic. Sometimes there's a big dinosaur-looking dragon thing that stomps hey, on cities. who played Gandhi? Sir Ben Kingsley. There you go. Nice. Dude, I know. Godzilla. But Gandhi... Did you, know, did you know Gandhi was assassinated? <laughs> yes. No, you didn't. I told you this. And when I told you, you said you didn't Right know. now, you just asked me a question. Right. Did you know? And the other thing was, yes. this is probably the most impressive thing about Gandhi, was that when he didn't like the way things were going... And that people were fighting too much or not following uh, what he said about peaceful protests. He just said, I'm going to fast until you guys stop. And it actually worked. So people would stop because they didn't want Gandhi to die from fasting. So I've seen Is there anyone else in the world who could do that right now? Uh, Michael Jordan. No. No. Yes, actually there don't is. Care about sports. Actually there is. Who just say, screw Michael Jordan. Yeah, but they all wear shoes. I've been no. I've been giving this a lot of thought, okay. and I'm going to tell you right now that that same scenario happens thirty thousand times a day. And here's what it is: Mom and Dad want a kid to do something. They say, or the kid, the kid's like, "No, I'm not doing it, and I'm not going to eat my dinner until blah 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 blah." And mom and dad say, fine, just eat your dinner. Uh, I don't think so. That's I'm trying just... to look up Gandhi jokes. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but I'm going okay, to tell you the same thing. Take me to Gandhi. Even if, that, to even if that example works, that's not on a large scale. It's on the scale of one household. Not on a whole nation. Can I tell you this Gandhi joke, though? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Hold on. And now, it's time for the Gandhi joke series with Matt. I want a gin and tonic, please. It's uh, Mahatma Gandhi, as you know, walked barefoot most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) uh, There's more. Which produced an impressive set of calluses on his feet. 
He also ate very little, which made him rather frail. And with his odd diet, he suffered from bad breath. Don't you just read no. like his Wikipedia Hold page? On. This made him, and this you, this may sound familiar, time? a super calloused, fragile mystic hexed by halitosis. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Wait. Tell Discovery. <laughs> Discovery number two. Did you guys know Hito Turkoglu is still in the NBA? I discovered this the other day watching oh. the Mavs game. He's on the Clippers. I didn't realize a, that old F was still playing. There's a lot of people in that game alone. Because we went with Lizzie and Tim to that game. Two people who don't really watch the NBA that much. And there are a lot of people in that game between the Mavericks and the Clippers where Tim would lean over to me and be like, that guy's still in the league? Yeah. I discovered that Hito Turklu still makes a paycheck and got playing time. He almost got his butt kicked by Tyson Chandler. Two years ago, he got suspended for steroids. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I think Tim said that about Turklu, uh, Richard Jefferson, uh, Charlie V. Charlie V, and there's one more clipper. Big baby. <laughs> All right, discovery number three. What do you do? Did you, like, did you, is this what you do? Did you do in the week when I don't see you? Is like you discover that? Did you do three yeah. like this or like this? I did it like this this time. You did the Chandler Parsons three. No, I don't do the douche three. But it's plenty not, of people were doing this good. before he was born. It's not good radio. <laughs> All right. So at a, bad radio. at a Super Bowl party, we ordered pizza. Now, we only got like two large. And so the pepperoni went real quick. But I was still hungry. And the other pizza left was a pizza I hadn't had before because I didn't think I'd like it. But I tried it, and it was not terrible. It wouldn't be my first choice, but I would eat it again, and that's Hawaiian pizza. Anchovies and peanut butter? No. Hawaiian pizza. Canadian bacon and pineapple on your za. A little salty, a little sweet? Yeah. I didn't I didn't hate it. Don't give him that look when he said that. But Taste it's not, citrusy? It's not the worst. Like, it's definitely not my favorite. I definitely would choose pepperoni still, but... Wine pizza, not terrible. No, I, I agree. I've had it before, and, and it, it's not. It's like a different taste than um, than pizza you, you would expect, but it's not a bad taste. Well, my favorite is pepperoni and jalapeno. That's not bad either. All right, on the discovery number four. Wait, wait I gotta I gotta say something about your discoveries. Uh huh. I've known all of these things. Yeah, but I didn't know them. I told you. So this segment is called. Derek's late. You didn't. Party. You've never seen Gandhi, and I Not told true. you I highly recommend it. Oh, I didn't see that movie. Yeah, I saw it. Number four. And this is something neither of you have seen. I know for a fact. How did yeah. you do four? Did you do it like this or like? I did it like this. All right. <laughs> That's one. That's the middle one. <laughs> Number four. Have you guys seen the movie Twelve Monkeys? You just told us we both haven't seen it. I'm, but this is not the discovery. Have 12 you seen Years a Slave? Have you seen the movie 12 Monkeys with Bruce Willis at Brad Pitt? That's the same as 12 Years a Slave, right? Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt is in both. You were right. Well, now there's a TV show based off 12 Monkeys on sci-fi. Silver Monkeys. Silver Monkeys. On, what's that show? Legends of the Hidden Silver Monkeys. Monkeys. 12 Monkeys, great show. If you like time travel. Nope. And you like... I do like time travel. <laughs> and you like trying to save the world from a deadly virus, then your 12 Monkeys is your TV show. What about... Is there any... Are there any monkeys in it? Yeah, dude. A lot of monkeys? 12 of them. Okay, well, I could go for a dozen monkeys. <laughs> string theory? No, there's no string theory. This isn't That's stupid. Big Bang Theory. Interstellar or whatever. Space is 
Super There's no good. space in this, so trust me, it's a good show. I like space. Time travel, though. I'm down with time, time travel. You're, okay, so you think space is super gay. Yeah. But time travel's okay? <laughs> time travel's super okay. How does that make any sense? It makes perfect sense. Don't worry about it, okay? Final discovery, discovery number five. There's five discoveries. Citrus. How did you do five? Did you do it like... Citrus Cooler Gatorade. Did you do it like New this? favorite flavor. Or like <laughs> that? Five. I found out that that's actually five MJ's. Dollars. Not you. Michael Jordan. His favorite flavor is Citrus Cooler. I thought he just liked orange. What no, yeah, Citrus right? Cooler. What is it Citrus looked, Cooler? It's like the color between yellow and orange, and it's the most mm -hmm. delicious Gatorade. Yeah. It's the most delicious Gatorade flavor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you only get that so Gatorade once a month. Oh, God. <laughs> Coming up next. That's disgusting, sir. It only comes sir. out for three, three days a year. For three days a month. <laughs> Coming up next. Uh, we can all power kick him at first. Coming up next. Yeah, that was your brother. <laughs> I'm just making Gandhi jokes about it. Uh-huh. Super callous. Mystic. Coming up next, we can all power down, take a nap, because Matt's going to have his Rangers. Next in the second Welcome back to Jeff and podcast. Drew just gave me the finger, so he's a real cool brother. Um, the Rangers season. Matt, what day, what day is opening day? Uh, April 5th is the Easter. season opener. Uh, and then the home opener? Home opener is April 10th. So they, the season starts on, for the April Rangers. Oh, for the Rangers, it's on the 6th. Okay. Yeah. Will okay. Dutch oven be ready by the home opener? Hey, no. Let, let's not start jumping into this stuff yet, okay? This is Matt's segment. You don't get to ask questions. You can ask all the questions you want. How come I don't get any segments? But I want to talk for a second. You so they the are in show. spring training right now. I heard Game today Warrior. they released uh, Kirkman. Finally. They got rid of Kirkman. Finally. And I feel like they only didn't release him last year because of the cancer thing. Yeah. Dude, that, oh, yes, cancer. guy's been sparing us, sparing us to death for since like 2003. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God. That guy, it feels like that guy's been in the league on and off. And not, since not like successfully either. No, he had one good year, and that was in 2010. Mm -hmm. I think it was 2010 or 2011. And he pitched well out of the bullpen for like two and a half months. Yeah. And then that was it. They also sent uh, my boy Luke Jackson down. Yeah, but you gotta kind of see that coming. He was only know, he's he was not only gonna start up. this yeah. year. But he, Matt, will, he will be a September call up. Matt, I need I need you, like, you forgot, I need you, you to talk me one. off the Rangers list. This is though. a big one. Okay. They optioned Michael Choice down. No, I saw who, I forget I, I who, saw who a lot of people thought could have been in the running to no. be our left. We'll talk about left fielder in a minute. So Matt, I need you to talk me off the ledge here. Yeah. How because, many games is you going to win? Because you, Darvish, got hurt. He's trying to derail your segment. I'm trying to have a nice, thoughtful conversation right, here. Right, I'm going to turn towards you. I'm just, I'm steering the conversation so that Matt can give us the news of the day. Turn your mic off. All right. You, Darvish, is dead to me. 
He didn't do anything. But I need you to hop me off the ledge, though, seriously. Because Darvish's out for the season. Profar's out again this season. Uh-huh. Just forget Profar. I thought with Darvish that this team could probably try to uh, – they're probably going to win, like, 85 games. It could battle for the division. Now without Darvish, I think they're battling to see if they can get fourth. There is the no Astros. difference between this team right now without Darvish and the Rangers of 2013. There's no difference. You mean the team that made the playoffs? No, that was a wild card. Team. Yeah. But there's no difference between those two teams. How? How so? Well, we're healthy. We have a better offense, right? Above. And... Throw, throw away last year. Throw it away. No, no. It I, means, I understand. It and I was totally ready to, and then Darvish got hurt. And I was Correct. Like, but that's aftermath. From, poop, poop, it's, poop. It's, you know what? It's not great, obviously, but we're going to get to see... Some other people step up. Colby Lewis is going to step up, right? Holland, when he gets healthy, is going to step up. Martin Perez is going to come back. You got to remember that. That's right? true. Not not early, but he'll be back in t- enough time so to give us a fresh arm. But you also got to think Nick Martinez is going to come back, right? He's gonna, he can eat up innings. Okay. We also have uh, Gallardo. Right? That makes me feel better. P- Pico de Gallardo. Oh my god! Is that Groove's name for? No, but it's should be now. If you're gonna recommend Pico it. de Gallardo. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, Beltre is going to be not the most angel. Productive. No, I wish he's gone. He's bye bye. He gone. He gone. Uh, Adrian Beltre is not going to have to carry the offense. What about yeah. my boy Rugi? If there's one jersey you should buy, he's this hurt year, right now. There's one jersey you should buy this. He year. had a root canal <laughs> Really, he's out of practice right now because of a root Elvis, canal. Elvis left didn't practice one time last year about the same time because of root canal. What a bunch of... But if you... Mostly because of the pain medicine. Meh. If you think about it, it, there's not going to be any huge surprises this year, but I think if there's one player to invest in, it's Ruben Edelweiler. What about... I think a number 12 jersey is going to easily become the most popular... What about my boy Smolinski? Uh, In my opinion, I think he's going to win the left field job over... Rua? You know, I don't like Ryan Rua. Do you think they're both on the major league squad? No, because I think... uh, What's his name? The old guy. Um, Old Balls Ludwig? Uh, Ludwig and the other one. Anyway, I don't think that was No, Kuzma was gone too. <laughs> Darian Hatcher? Hatcher's going to make the team. Dude, I think. I think Darian Hatcher would be like a Randy Johnson type, wouldn't he? That, that well, tall. Bring his lunch pail. Uh, he'd be a catcher for sure. A first white, base? A real white no, guy. He'd be a catcher and just, I mean, just talking like that. Nasty. No. Oh. Like a baseball catcher. Okay. Uh,. Not a bat catcher. <laughs> so okay, so what what needs to fall into place? This is something we were talking about. Yeah. Well, off wait, wait. I, I got off topic. Throw away last year. If you compare it to 2013, our pitching staff is just as iffy, right? We have three starters we can count on. Okay. This year, this year, she just said our pitching staff's iffy. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> but we have we have younger guys that can now perform. Our offense is better with Prince Fielder. Right, Elvis, yeah, an, old, an older, stronger Elvis Andrews, a consistent catcher, Honey Nut, Honey Nut Chirinos. Okay, we now have an all-star right fielder and, and a center fielder who I think is going to go wheels off this year. Wheel, so, wheels off, or you mean wheel, not Josh Hamilton wheels off? He's going to take like off. take he's off. Take off. Okay. Well, he's already kind of taken off. Up. Gonna, I don't know about wheels up either, but he's just going to go crazy. So what needs to happen Who's for this team to... Who's what? Who's the all-star? 
Shinsuchi. Holy Fook. Um, what needs to happen for this team to make the playoffs? Um, we have to have a 20-game winner. Somebody has to step up and win 20 games. Can Dutch do that? If he gets healthy soon enough, I think he can. All right. We have to have a 20-game winner. Our starting pitching, we can't pitch more than probably eight guys this entire year as starting pitchers. Yeah. We have to stay healthy in starting pitching. Uh, Prince Fielder has to go 35 and 105. Okay. That's 35 home runs, 105 RBIs. 105 not 35 games. 105 and stolen sandwiches. bases. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if he gets five stolen bases, that's pretty impressive. Right? It is, right? Like one, yeah. I guess. Uh, Chirinos and Corporon have to be Carlos. able to hit. They have to hit. Like for what? They, we, need, we need two fifty. We need two fifty with thirty home runs and eighty RBIs out of our catcher. That might be your bottleneck, there, buddy. It probably is, and we also need consistent player left field. Whoever we're going to pick in left field needs to be the right pick. I think more importantly, we need our guys to return to form. Elvis, Prince, yeah. Chu, yeah. those guys have to be what they were two, three years ago, yeah. or this thing's going to. Be real in the tank. Yeah, and I think the, what about my the boy best thing. Chichi? Rodriguez? Gonzalez? Oh. Uh, Is he going to make the team? I think he makes the team. He's like number but, five star. But I, I don't think he's number five star. I think he's a long man. I think I think they'll put Jamie Wright uh, pitching the, or the uh, the five spot. But Ross Detweiler. Uh, if he gets healthy, he had a little groin he's issue. A, only a top ten pick at one point, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a fine pitcher. Yeah. He just got he's just got to stay healthy. He's the McFadden of the Rangers. Uh, what's mm-hmm. your prediction? Um, I I think they win ninety games. I think they I think they're if the over under set at ninety, I think they're over. I really do. I think ninety they, and a half. I think they win ninety and a half games. No, I'm setting it at ninety and a half. You taking the over? You're I'm under. taking the over. I'm taking I'm taking at least my my overall. Prediction: What I thought. Going I think Drew saying you were high as Fook. I am high as Fook. On life. On life. And Ranger and baseball. Lemons. You could use some baseball. Um, I think they go ninety-two and sixty. I think they're a wild card team. I think the Angels destroy the division this year. All right. I, I just don't know. I didn't pay enough attention to the off season. Who do you think's the best team in baseball? Oh man. Because we know the Giants won't win it this year. They're no, because it's an odd year. They're on the every other year plan. Yeah. Uh, the Royals aren't going to... No, they lost James gonna, Shields. Yeah, they're not going to be who they were last year. I'm hearing a lot of people liking... Uh, I like the, two upstarts in the White Sox and the Mariners. So, I, I like I like the Mariners, but I think our division is a little too strung out. Right? It's like the Big 12. There's yeah, it's Josh Hamilton. Too many, too many good guys, too many good teams playing against each other. You just wear yourselves out. So, I think the best... Team like in baseball, Conference. correct. I think the best team in baseball is the, the Washington Nationals or the LA Dodgers. Okay. I think Boston's going to make a run too. Really? Um, yes. Here's a question for you, uh, Patriots, Boston Patriots. How many home runs will A Rod have? A Rod. Thought this was Rangers talk. I wasn't prepared to talk about people who didn't matter. Former Rangers. Over under ten and a half. Uh, I give him twenty. I think he's gonna hit twenty. Okay. Um, how many will Derek? How many roid injections? Four. Okay. 
That's probably the more pertinent question. Yeah, right. Will Jeff Bannister run in place? No. In the dugout like Ron Mosh. Absolutely not. He how may, many? He may fall asleep though. How, how many times? I liked him as much as I liked Ron Mosh. As um, depends. Does a World Series mean you'll like him more than Ron Washington? How many times will he because say? Because he's, he's a better strategic manager. I think he manages the game better. Never than ever quit. It's going to be said way too much. <laughs> will the, it's will, going to be on T-shirts. Will they <laughs> quit? Will they ever ever quit? They will never. Ever well, at some quit. point, everyone quit. Yeah, you know, season's over. Because they never quit on Ron Wash. They loved playing for that guy. You know, except for August and September of 2013. Josh Hamilton quit on him. That was Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton quits on life every other. Is he going to play this year? Kokanya. No. <laughs> yeah, let's move to L.A. without a life coach. That's the stuff. Josh Hamilton doesn't quit doing drugs, but he quits just about everything else. Yeah. Quits being successful. Quits monogamy. He did quit monogamy. <laughs> At Sherlock. Yes. In a bathroom stall. We should go do a show from that bathroom stall. Live from the Josh Hamilton bathroom it was stall. The, it was it's the, the uh, upper decker. It was the Arlington location, right? I've been to that one, yeah. Yeah. I may have peed where Josh Hamilton did stuff. Did things. Outside of wedlock. Anti- I might have peed on him. Anti <laughs> I didn't. I did not pee on him. Alright, well I am excited though, because I am gonna go to opening day. Yeah. There's a big there's a big group of us and uh Take me oh, to Zoo. Take me to Take me to Actually, what I was park. gonna do was say it was Friday the tenth and we have tickets. Friday the thirteenth? That was this past Friday. Oh. And last month. And the last month. In October. We but I was going to say, if you room? guys wanted to join us for opening day. Shy socks? Again. Home opener. Home opener. If you guys wanted to come. Was that right, though? That's they start with? No, I think it's Angels. No. Who's Astros. Astros. Who's the home it's opener? It's the Rastro. Home opener is the Astros. Rastro. Oh, the Disastros. The Disastros. And the actual openers gets open. Um, so if you guys want to come, we have tickets, and we usually get there and party and drink beer and... I don't drink beer. Cook food and... Cool, and Drew's driving. Cook food? Cook food, yeah. Hillgate? Yeah. Hillgate much? <laughs> <laughs> no, just on opening day. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that about does it for, uh... Thanks for answering, though. That was makes, makes me feel... Oh, I, I, no, I, no, no, no. I'm let's in. Wait, let's wait till the next episode. I thought, I thought let's it was wait till the next, Let's wait till the next I episode to answer. it's rhetorical. I thought it was like an off-the-air convo kind of thing. Are we not off-the-air? Oh, yeah. We've been recording this whole time. I should put my pants on. Oh, that's all right. You can't see. Uh, so next time, hopefully we can do this before the draft, and we can have a little uh, NFL draft. I got... Oh, yeah. We need to, we need to talk about how this is going to work from here on. I got some names for your, you homeboys, all right? Tevin Coleman. That's it. Oh, already too, okay. Uh, I think... Brandon Whedon. I think the goal... Dustin Vaughn's backup next is to do this once a month? For now. For now. So we get back in the groove. That's a, that's a big commitment. I'm in. I'm in. Matt's in. I'm in on the Ranger game. It's a Friday. You have to... Good Friday? Nope. nope. It's past Easter. We can eat meat. Nice. <laughs> I wish that you could have seen that handshake. <laughs> it was solid. We can uh, eat meat. I like steak. I missed, I missed it. What time is the game? At a certain time, three oh five. We get out there at six oh. We get it to 
the meeting place at 6.30, pack everything up. I don't want to tell everybody where our meeting place is. We'll get randos that show up. Under the bridge. Take me to the zoo. <laughs> uh, we meet. We meet at the zoo. In the gorilla exhibit. <laughs> uh, we meet at the meeting place. Uh, so where the wild things are. <laughs> so it's at three. Okay, I'm out. Sorry. Why? I have work, fool. I just told you that. You have work. You can't come party with us all day. Unless you take off work. The game's at three? Yeah, we get out there at 6.30 in the morning. We tailgate all day. Go to the game. This, but these games last like four hours. So if I showed up at five, oh, still yeah. be at 30. Oh, yeah. I need to ask you, what the hell are they going to do about that? About what? <laughs> I don't have four hours to sit down and watch a baseball game. Dude, they've timed it between pitches now. You have to be... Yeah. You do your thing. We'll talk game, about game, this another time. Games, yeah, we'll talk about it next time, but the games are going to be about two and a half hours. Well, that about does it for us uh, on the Upper Deckers podcast. That was a rough one because that, my transitions were awful. I didn't prepare well enough. It's going to be doing my best. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, right off the car, not the kid. I'll throw that in there. Uh... So, this is it for the sports special. The high school sports special is next. I don't know anything besides right off the car. Not so uh, that was for us. Love you, love you, love you. We'll try to do better the next time. Until that time, thanks, boys. You're welcome. Thank you. Do we get paid for this? Yep. Eight dollars. My best friends in the world are the tightest rock band in the world. They made $145 million. Who? Cheap Trick. Rock around Who is that? Cheap Trick. Rick Nielsen, Robin Zander, Bunny Collins. rock and roll when I was with them. Everybody came at me and said, you're going to fucking do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. I ain't going to do a motherfucking thing. So take their money to the bank. I got to get out of here. Tom Tom Patton and Bob Seger, the Beatles are pretty good too.